Hey everybody and welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast for this Tuesday edition. I hope you guys are having a decent week so far. Um, we're diving into Judges chapter 14. And last week, we left off with the birth of Samson. But now we're getting into Samson's marriage. And the idea which this chapter gives us of Samson is not what one might have expected concerning one who by the special designation of heaven was a Nazarite to God and a deliverer of Israel, and yet really he was both. Samson's courtship of a daughter of the Philistines and his marriage to her, his conquest of a lion, and the prize he found in the carcass of it. Samson's riddle proposed to his companions and unriddled by the treachery of his wife. The occasion this gave him to kill 30 of the Philistines and to break off his new alliance is what we can expect in this chapter. Uh, We're really highlighting verse 1 and 2, which starts out, Samson went down to Timnah, and at Timnah he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. Then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. But his father and mother said to him, Is there not a woman among the daughters of your relatives, or among all our people, that you must go take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she is right in my eyes. His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines ruled over Israel. Then Samson went down with his father and mother to Timnah, and they came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion came toward him roaring. Then the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, And although he had nothing in his hand, he tore the lion in pieces, as one tears a young goat. But he did not tell his father or mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she was right in Samson's eyes. After some days he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, There was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion, and honey. He scraped it out into his hands, and went on eating as he went. He came to his father and mother and gave some to them, and they ate, but he did not tell them that he had scraped the honey from the carcass of the lion. His father went down to the woman, and Samson prepared a feast there. For so the young men used to do. As soon as the people saw him, they brought thirty companions 
to be with him. And Samson said to them, Let me know, or let me now, put a riddle to you. If you can tell me what it is within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. But if you cannot tell me what it is, then you shall give me thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. And they said to him, Put your riddle that we may hear it. And he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. And in three days they could not solve the riddle. On the fourth day they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband to tell us what the riddle is, lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you invited us here to impoverish us? And Samson's wife wept over him and said, You only hate me, you do not love me. You have put a riddle to my people, and you have not told me what it is. And he said to her, Behold, I have not told my father nor my mother, and shall I tell you? She wept before him the seven days that their feast lasted. And on the seventh day he told her, because she pressed him hard. Then she told the riddle to her people. And the men of the city said to him on the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and he went down to Eshkelon and struck down thirty men of the town and took their spoil and gave the garments to those who told the riddle. In hot anger he went back to his father's house, and Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man. Mm. That's a tough one. But we go back to verse 1, where Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me as a wife. Some commentary from Ed Ray. The story of one of Israel's judges. Samson begins and ends with Samson displaying a fatal weakness for Philistine women. He traveled four miles southwest of Zorah to Timnah, a Philistine city on the border, a place where a child of God should not even be seen. Nevertheless, Samson went and saw a Philistine woman that he desired to have as a wife. He thought he could play with fire and not get burned. And he fell in lust with a woman he shouldn't have even been around. Sadly. Samson didn't make his mistake just once. 
but over and over again. Samson comprised his relationship with God by bringing women who weren't believers into his life. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, Do not be unequally yoked. When a believer and a non-believer marry, these two equal uh, halves of one flesh disagree on who should be at the center of their lives. In fact, a believer really has no business even dating a non-Christian. Those who do run a serious risk of falling in love with someone to their own hurt, as Samson did. We need to be careful to protect our relationship with the Lord by protecting our hearts. We can learn a valuable lesson from Samson. Our relationship with Jesus should be so important to us that we are constantly on our guard not to do anything or allow anything into our lives that would comprise or weaken that relationship. It's tough for me to read that considering that my wife is not much of a believer. I wouldn't say that she's a non-believer. Um, my wife is a beautiful human being and she has her own faith journey that she needs to figure out and that's fine with me um, she believes in a higher power but she doesn't really focus on Jesus the way that I do and I don't hate her for that but like Paul said we always have to be on guard and I do whatever I can to protect Jesus in my heart and my wife is not somebody who looks at me and argues with me over Christianity she just lets me do my own thing so it's not something that is going to jeopardize my faith one bit. I'm not backing down. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm not backing down regardless. But luckily, my wife is not somebody who's going to fight with me over religion. But to end this episode, I'm going, we'll pray. We'll pray this out. And hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Lord, keep us from falling this day. We desire to walk with you. And we ask that you would protect us from distractions as we walk where we are supposed to be walking. Amen.